Welcome to another episode of From the Stands, the Cool Pick Show, uh, where today we are chatting with Kelly Babstock of the Toronto Six. And we want to give out, again, a shout out to our design team, Matt Creative and Matthew DeCastro, uh, for all of their work that they do. So let's get Kelly on. <clears throat> Connecting. Hello. Hey, how are you? See me? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I can see you. Great. I was outdoors. I'm outdoors because my apartment's Wi-Fi sucks. So, figure might as well. (laughs) Fair. I know it's uh, it's definitely a unique time. uh, Hence the show and. And it's, uh, it's unique circumstances, to say the least. Um, how have you been doing oh, yeah. so far with everything? Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, keep them busy. You know, work out. Um, the ice rink is now open, so I've been coaching. So it's been, uh, you know, never a dull moment. Well, that's Great. good. Got to keep busy on uh, on days that we normally are keeping busy, right? So, um, so. My first question for you is, what was your passion behind wanting to play hockey? Yeah, um, well, you know, I, I have a, you know, older brother that played hockey when I was growing up, and my dad played, so, you know, I just naturally just took up hockey because of them, and I learned to love the game uh, at a very young age, basically when I first started, so that's, you know, I've been passionate ever since I started at six. That's awesome. Now, talking about your hockey career, you started playing your hockey career. Um, I'm probably going to butcher the name, so I apologize. But the Quinnipiac is that how you say it? Quin- yeah, that is butchered. Absolutely. Um, it's Quinnipiac. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, in yeah, Connecticut. Right. Um, yeah. No worries. So, yeah, so no worries. Don't, don't hold that against you. Starting 2010. Again, my apologies because I am awful at some hockey team names. You think I would be better at it by now, but here we are. Um, but yeah, you started your career in 2010, and in your freshman year, you play or you scored uh, 59 points in just 37 games. You further go on to get 203 points over your four-year career. Um, what was it like to cement your name um, so early in your career like that, and have all those points listed with you? Yeah, I mean, you know, going through the process, it was um, it was great. I didn't really think about it. Um, you know, as I was going my career, I just thought about really like one game at a time. And, um, it was only until I made the 200 point that I really was like, wow. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Like it, there was never, you know, a day off. I always wanted to get better. So I, but after the fact, looking back on it, maybe like in my senior year, it was, that's when I figured it out. So it was cool. It was cool. Now, after that, you uh, played in the uh, National Women's Hockey League in 2015 with the Connecticut Whales. Uh, how did that journey begin for you, and how did you kind of wind up there? Um, I graduated at Quinnipiac in 2015, so and the NWHL just started in 2015, and I, uh, you know, stayed in Connecticut for five years. So I decided to stay in uh, the state that I've called home. You know. Um, and it worked out for me, and then I stayed for eight years, and here I am back here. So it's cool. Yeah, it's definitely a full circle. And like you, I, I'm sure you know, the hockey community is such a small knit community, which we'll talk about in uh, in a short little bit. 
But in 2015, when the Wales had their inaugural season, you were the first Canadian-born player to score a goal in the regular season or in a regular season game. What was that moment like for you to be the first Canadian-born to score a goal uh, in that? Yeah, it was super cool, you know. Um, uh, I thought it was a big deal because, you know, it was the start of the league. So it was a cool feeling for sure, you know. Um, definitely. Awesome. Um, now, talking about family history, you have roots with the Ojibwa. I'm butchering it again. Ojibwe, I'm so sorry. Ojibwe, you got it. Yeah, right? Ojibwe. Yeah. Ojibwe, yeah. Ojibwe. Okay, I, I was closer. Closer than before, I, I guess. Um, but with that culture, and you're originally from Lil Kern in Manitoulin Island. Um, I have to say, Manitoulin Island, I've been there once for work. It's such a great, small little community. I went to this one restaurant. That was, I had to drive like 30 minutes from my hotel, but it was like a little family-owned restaurant. And it was like one of the best meals I've ever had. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. Manitoulin Island's so nice. And uh, with the McCong, yeah. Um, great spot. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'll have to make my way up there uh, a little bit more. Actually, when I was up there, it was, uh, I forget what, what time of the year it was last year. Um, but I ended up getting stranded up in like Sudbury because my I flew out of Sudbury and my flight got canceled. So I ended up spending it like another night in Manitoulin and then a day in Sudbury until I could get another flight um, back to Toronto. But uh, yeah, it was a great little community. Um, but being from there, what's that moment? What's what's it like for you to represent uh, individuals with a cultural background in sport and in hockey? Yeah, um, being Native American, I'm very proud of my roots, my family's roots. Um, and, uh, you know, it's very special to me that we continue having more of, you know, my our people, uh, Indigenous uh, Native Americans. And I think it's great. Um, you know, the cultures, you know, a lot of people need it. We need more education on, on our um, people, but and that will happen. But um, yeah, I'm very proud of my roots. So it's it's uh, it's great. I go up there every summer. So, you know, get back there. That's awesome. I'm um, talking about being outdoors. Is that where you are now or are you still in Toronto right now? Oh, I'm in Connecticut. I'm just in the on the patio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Lots of green, right? I, yeah. Love nature. No, it's it's great. I I mean, I wish I could be outside. I have I'm kind of the opposite, where my Wi-Fi is not very good outdoors. So uh, here we are yeah. inside with a brick wall. So, <laughs> um, right. I'm like so the in 2011. Yeah, yeah. Um, in 2011, you were awarded the Aboriginal Role Model of the Year award. What did that moment mean to you to be recognized with such a pristine award um, within your hockey career? Um, it was pretty awesome. It was in 2011 after my freshman year in college, which, um, you know, I got player of the year and rookie of the year. So it was a super awesome feeling. And, you know, um, I'm a role model in the community and I continue to, uh, help, you know, uh, pave the way and help, um, my kiddos get there, um, you know, in our native communities. So, uh, yeah, it was a big deal. It was very special to me, and I hold it very close to my heart. And I am, you know, just take it with me in the future, um, working with, you know, the Indigenous uh, kids with, you know, especially with my friend Armstrong Hockey and 
stuff like that. So it's great. That's such an incredible job and like it, it's such incredible work that you do. So kudos on you for that. Um, so just over a month ago, talking about the National Women's Hockey League again. Um, so after playing with Connecticut, you, you signed a year with Buffalo and then you uh, just, uh, it was May 2nd, I believe you rejoined the NWHL uh, with the Toronto Six. Uh, what's it like to be able to play back in the NWHL, play in Toronto, uh, obviously calling Connecticut uh, a second home, but um, also being able to reconnect with some former teammates in the Toronto Six that you played with on Connecticut? Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's a super exciting feeling to be able to play hockey, you know. Um, it's, you know, it sucks not to play hockey. I love the game so much, so... And, you know, being from Toronto area and playing in Toronto, my home home city, um, for the first time since, like, junior hockey on the Toronto Arrows, it was a big deal for me. And anyone, you know, I just love hockey, love the game. So, I mean, definitely very sentimental. And the fact I get to play with some awesome players like Cheyenne Dark Angel, Emma Woods, Emma Greco, like Quinnipiac Gals. And um, so it's going to be super fun. You know, let me great hockey. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm super excited that once everything starts to get back to some sort of normalcy, that I'll be able to come to the rink and see you guys play. So that'll be really exciting as well. Yeah. Um, now, what out of your hockey career so far um, over the last 10 years, what's been one highlight moment for you that you uh, that stands out among the rest? Um... That's a good one. Um, hockey moments. So there's so many. But um, I guess, I don't know. I guess I'll just generalize the hockey moments. Um, sure. You know, being with the team, you know. That's just, I love being a part of a team and, um, you know, being part of something bigger than myself. Very, now, that's a very kind of sentimental <laughs> one. Now, the second part of that is, what's been one of your toughest games that you've had to play? Um, definitely any, you know, like, ending, game ending, uh, season, you know? A season ending game is definitely one of the toughest ones, so, you know, I like to think every game's tough, every bat, every shift is tough, so, uh, but definitely, I don't know. Probably my last last game I played for the championship in the NWHL and the Buffalo Buttes. That was a tough one, you know, because their team was awesome. And, you know, it just happens sometimes, you know. So that was tough, losing in the championship. For sure. It's always but those are the makes you hungry. What's that, sorry? I was just like, it just makes you hungry to keep getting better for more. Yeah, definitely. It's always those are always the ones that kind of stick out the most. Where you, like you said, you wanted just the next year drive to be that much better, get that much more of an edge on, on the opponent, and things like that. Um, the next, uh, so the next question I have for you is: a lot of people generally do have uh, people that uh, support them, grow up, or like help motivate them throughout their. 
uh, career life, individual life, things like that. Who was someone for you that was a big motivator in your life? Um, definitely my parents. You know, they're very hardworking and um, they motivate me. You know, to always want to strive to be better. So they're my biggest motivators, definitely in life and hockey. Incredible. Yeah, I know uh, for me, my parents are too. They pushed me to, to where I am today. And um, and yeah, it's without our parents, we wouldn't be who we are today either to a degree as well. Oh, yeah. um, now, outside of hockey, if there was one sport that you would want to play uh, either professionally or kind of have that kind of sphere, what would that sport be for you? Um, it would be tennis. Definitely. I never played tennis, but I've always wanted to. I think, it, yeah, for sure. Now, when uh, when things do open up and you're back in Toronto, there's a few tennis courts, well, obviously in Toronto, but also near me that are pretty good setups. So let me know. Shoot me a message, and we'll definitely get some tennis games going. All right. Sounds great. <laughs> um, my last question for you is uh, for anybody that watches this, that may want to grow up in hockey or kind of get a start in hockey, what kind of message do you have for those uh, younger athletes that may want to get somewhere but don't know where to start? Yeah, um, you know, definitely um, call up, figure out what rink is open, or you don't even need a rink, really. You just need a stick and just go outside and stick, handle, and shoot, you know? Especially right now, you know, it's the rinks aren't really open places, so... Go out, play hockey on the roads, like, you know, and uh, there's a lot of people to help you along the way. Definitely. Just, um, yeah. Incredible. Call up those rinks. Awesome. Well, Call up thanks. those rinks. So no way to. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for taking the time. Um, we are thankful for you to join the show. Um, and hope that you and your family are staying safe. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the ice in Toronto, uh, hopefully sooner than later. All right. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Travis. No problem. All Take right, care. See ya. Take care.